we'd like to welcome you back to our third and final part of our emergency freedom alerts for June 21st, 2021. Continuing on, the next report is entitled Criminal Cover-Up. Hospitals order medical workers to hide COVID vaccine side effects and deaths. This is one of the many nurses in Houston, Texas being fired for not taking the kill shot. Uh, bombshell information from her. And this is, her name's Jennifer Bridges. And there's a GoFundMe thing here. Breaks down how she lost her job as a nurse after refusing to sign a waiver and take mandatory COVID injections and being ordered to cover up vaccine injuries and deaths. Now, this may be a little bit redundant, but I'm going to go, I'm going to play about a 16 minute clip here because I think there's just so many important things that they get into here that, you know, people need to know. Now, the first thing she said is we will be terminated in about a week. I just got a report today that said, yeah, they were all, I don't think, I mean, maybe laid off without pay or something like that. I don't know if they were terminated without pay, but I, I know they were at least laid off without pay. The, essentially, the thing they're going to do is just, they're, they're, they cannot, they want to make an example of them. They want, they want all nurses to look at the, these group of nurses and say, well, what can I do? You can't fight the system. It's too big or whatever. And so I'm going to go ahead and play this. It will be terminated in about a week, but that's completely okay. None of us on this lawsuit and a great deal others do not want to take this experimental shot right now. This thing is dangerous. At first we were just fighting for, you know, to have more research on board, but now what I've seen with my own eyes is very scary. This this shot has been just making so many severe adverse reactions happen between patients and employees. I mean, we've seen everything from major blood clotting disorders to hemorrhaging unfortunately miscarriages stillbirth even death and like you said they're not being made to report about it even talk about it they won't even document it so the public isn't even aware these things are happening so they're not giving the proper informed consent for it within just a couple days of that shot everything from minor stuff from headaches ringing of the ears but then it goes into numbness throughout the body some of these last for months we've seen people that they can't even move their hands they have now, to go this is a nurse firsthand seeing and her, her co-workers i'm sure would verify this firsthand seeing what this kill shot's doing to people like they're right there johnny on the spot when it happens She's she's describing just some of the horrific things that they're seeing and, and being told to cover up. Seek treatment. It's like a flare up of like rheumatoid arthritis, um, major blood clots. I've seen that more than anything. We're not just one, but someone will have several blood clots in their lungs and in their legs at the same time. And then we've seen a lot of miscarriages, miscarriages, severe hemorrhaging, even death. And it's so sad because there's even some nurses I work right next to that were pregnant and they didn't know these risk factors and they took the shot and they lost their baby. They had a miscarriage from this because nobody is being forced to tell these people the risk factors involved. There's no proper informed consent. And you know, why aren't they counting those babies as murders in the, in the death, death statistics? You know how many babies have been murdered from this kill shot? Now... And again, some of that is from the directly vaccinated. Some of that might be from those those vaccinated shedding 
the proteins to other i mean you saw we reported on previously all the horrific things that are happening to women with their cycles the non-vaccinated women that were around other vaccinated people passing gigantic blood clots and the horrible things that were going on in their cycles guaranteed there was probably a lot of spontaneous abortions there too so everybody's just making this false statement that it's so safe to take the shot and it's not ever since the beginning he has lied to his staff he lies to the public it is not safe and if it is safe then he needs to back it he needs to put his money where his mouth is because he forces us to sign a waiver saying methodist is not held liable for adverse reactions before they make us take the shot so they're making him sign a waiver that the hospital, the Methodist hospital, good Christian hospital, isn't liable for any adverse reactions that the nurses get once they take the kill shot. And again, it's the ultimate, you know, I don't want to be mean, but it is kind of an IQ test, guys. I understand there's other, there's other reasons that people take the shot, but man, you see what's going on. You see firsthand people dropping like flies and then it's this pressure that and after you've seen all the stuff and you still go ahead and take it or you haven't done any research on it and you still well man you know i don't know what to say it's 100 percent safe why do you have to sign a waiver to protect them yeah and that's the key to all of this they're having everybody sign a waiver because they know you're awake to this coerced damage that waiver is not going to stand up no. and then did, did you notice fauci a month ago in hearings said that around half of the nih has accepted the vaccine they don't want it either so when half the people that designed it don't want it what does that tell you right that tells you a lot right there there is no system in play to report this and even if we try to talk about it like i even had an employee take the shot and immediately after she had to be rushed to the er because her vital signs shot up she had a hard time breathing and even when she got there they told her it wasn't an adverse reaction they told her it was an intolerance to the medication which is a complete i don't i don't understand this i just i don't get it i would have to see that is for that to happen one time and i'd be i'm not taking that i don't care what you do put a gun to my head i'm not taking it but yet this stuff goes on all the time and they're a very 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 small percentage of nurses in this methodist hospital that didn't get the kill shot and are being punished for it lie so whenever you even bring it up talk about it they try to discredit you and right away they try to push it to the side like oh no it's not an adverse reaction and there's nowhere at the hospital for us to even document this talk about it so as nurses if we're strong enough they're showing this they're showing this chart in the background I, it was in my, i think my last pdf reported deaths post-covid vaccine and again there there at that point it was 5888 and again it's it's they're saying the one doctor saying it's at least 50,000 and it's probably 10 times that but this is all deaths reported by VAERS per year for all vaccines combined and it starts in 1990 and it's this very 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 small now granted I think it's much higher I think they were covering it up all along but this has been such a 900 pound gorilla in the room they haven't been able to cover it up as much as i mean because it is the kill shot it really is a depopulation it is global depopulation eugenics type of thing 
So you go from 1990 all the way to the year 2020, and it's like it's almost a flat line. And then all of a sudden, coincidentally, in conjunction with the kill shot, we have this massive spike in vaccine-related deaths. I think it's up to like equivalent to the last 21 years, the last reporting. Yeah, I think it was 21 years of every single vaccine death combined in the last 21 years doesn't even equal what the kill shots just done. Nothing to see here though at all. No big deal. Stand up because a lot of them are very scared. We'll go on the VAERS website ourselves just to document what we saw. But that's the only way we have to do it because the hospital's not doing anything else about it. Report now. Happened to Trump and others, it'll get overturned. Judge dismisses lawsuit by Houston Hospital and employees over COVID-19. Right. Over 100 nurses, 117 uh, employees, filed a lawsuit saying you shouldn't be able to make us take an experimental shot to have our job. Or, or the hospital should have liability and say, hey, you're going to make us do a medical procedure, then you're liable. Oh, no, we're not liable either. And then all the issues that she's reporting on that medical journals are reporting as well of the major side effects they're then told to cover up. So there's not just her whistleblowing and suing and fighting back on this front for all of us as a warrior of justice, literally. I mean, that's what we need to do. But also she's blowing the whistle on them saying cover up adverse reactions. So we really appreciate another hero joining us. Jennifer Bridges, GoFundMe.com. Uh, just uh, search engine her name and support her because they're trying to fire her right now. And we're going to have her for the rest of the hour. I appreciate her getting on with us. We were only about three minutes from break. Oh, wow. Where do you want to start? So much information. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to be on here. Um, oh, are you able to see me okay? I can. I see you great. Thank you so much for being here. Okay. okay I'm sorry. Okay. But no, this has been an amazing battle ever since the beginning. You know, unfortunately, the judge did dismiss it yesterday um, or the day before. I'm sorry, but we're appealing it and we are taking it all the way up to the Supreme Court. So this fight is only just the beginning. This is going to be. Okay. So now, yeah, even though the judge said, oh, they dismissed the case, they're going to take it up to the Supreme Court if need be. I'm on her GoFundMe page. Um, she's, they've already raised two hundred and five thousand dollars uh, and they're saying that um basically whether we are simply asking for more time and proper research fully fda approved before injecting it into our bodies and that wouldn't matter to me at all if it was fda approved or not but every approach so far we've tried does not work with them they've clearly showed us they do not value their employees help us fight this battle by giving us the power to have a lawsuit against them the lawsuit is filed, and we currently have 117 employees on board. The GoFundMe will cover all lawsuit expenses. Uh, it will take a while and possibly be very expensive. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they would try to drag this thing out and, you know, fight it every way they could. Um, so, yeah, wow. Wow, somebody gave $50,000. Woo! Hey, man. That, <laughs> that, I mean, if they're using it for what they say they're using it for, I mean, that's that's righteous stuff there. I mean, and they're they're... It's the only group of nurses I know of in America that are doing this. I mean, thank God. And there's 117 of them. And I think she says there's more that are going to come on board, I hope. Huge. And we need to set the precedence for the rest of the nation. Yes. Well, that's right. So get into what's happening, what spurred you to do this, and also your other discoveries. 
Oh, definitely. Um, basically, long story short, they tried to bribe us with a $500 bribe to take this vaccine. Then pretty quickly after that, they made it mandated that if we didn't take it by the 7th of June, we would be suspended for two weeks unpaid, and then we would be terminated. So we fought that part, but we didn't win. So we will be terminated in about a week, but that's completely okay. None of us on this law. And they, and they were, as far as I could see. And a great deal others do not want to take this experimental shot right now. This thing is dangerous. At first, we were just fighting for, you know, to have more research on board. But now what I've seen with my own eyes is very scary. This, this shot has been just making so many severe adverse reactions happen between patients and employees. I mean, we've seen everything from major blood clotting. Now some of it was at the introduction. I said this a little bit redundant on some of the parts, but it gets through it quick. And there's just a lot of important info she's covering. Disorders to hemorrhaging, unfortunately, miscarriages, stillbirth, even death. And like you said, they're not being made to report about it, even talk about it. They won't even document it. So the public isn't even aware these things are happening. So they're not giving the proper informed consent for it. That is incredible. I want to come back and give you the floor to talk about the beginning, simply wanting your medical rights. It's experimental, violates Nuremberg Code. You're a nurse. You know that. It wasn't FDA tested. It was given emergency authorization. I want to walk through just what happened, what went on, the, you know, the lawsuit. And then uh, I, I saw clips of you on the high wire with Dale Bigtree and others talking about now they're saying, hey, don't report this. So that's where the real criminal activity is going on. And all we need is district attorneys and others to stand up where the FBI won't and start indicting people because if hospitals know they're doing harm and they and they're and they're saying hey don't talk about that seizure don't talk about that miscarriage that's where we can get them they can try to give the vaccine makers liability protection but at the end of the day those that are helping cover up what happened have committed crimes and, and they need to get in trouble to stop this so we're going to come right back to you an amazing hero Jennifer Bridges straight ahead I'm Alex Jones stay with us Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. Jennifer Bridges is a Houston Methodist nurse fighting against the hospital's mandatory vaccine policy. And she's here with us now. I've got a quote here from ABC News. Hospital CEO Dr. Mark Boom sent out a letter in April to Stabbers announcing the employees have to be vaccinated by June 7th. Please see the HR policy that outlines the consequences of not being Compliant by June 7th, which indicates suspension and eventually termination. The letter, which was included in the lawsuit, stated. So, starve to death if you don't take this experimental shot. But then the nurses, she was just getting to this, she just joined us. Before they're like, hey, we just need our rights. Now they're like, whoa, we're seeing what it's doing. And then we're being told don't talk about it. So, start wherever you'd like, go over it all. But that is so huge. Yes, it is. It's amazing. It's been so huge this whole time. I started off basically just trying to fight for the employees' rights because everybody has been terrified of Methodists like this whole time. No one has wanted to speak up. And that's what initially made me do this. And I had a meeting originally back in the middle of April with my own entity from Baytown, my CEO and CNO, just to try to reason with them and try to have some kind of compromise, you know, just let us wear N95 whatnot and they wouldn't they were so mean in this meeting my own ceo even looked at me and he said 100 percent vaccination is more important than our individual autonomy 
which is huge. You can't say that to a nurse. Like that's what our whole job is using our own autonomy and our own skills to take care of patients. So from the get go, I knew they weren't going to budge, but I contacted the news media. I made an online petition, everything to try to just make them, you know, just just change something, just work with us. But they wouldn't do anything. So that's why I reached out for legal help. And luckily, just the word of mouth, you know, the news media, everything has gotten so good to get us all connected. And right now, there's 117 people on board this lawsuit, but we've had so many phone calls. We're literally about to add another 70 people onto this lawsuit. So, but before. Well, exactly. Then, you're forming a coalition of people. And, and as this society splits like this, people that are guinea pigs, people that aren't, they're going to have hospitals that aren't like this and hospitals that are. We'll see which ones are more healthy. Um, I want to get to what you've witnessed, though, with patients and why it's hardened your stance against these forced inoculations. Tell us what's happening there. Mm. Well, not only the patients, so the patients that come in after receiving the shot, but then also the employees that are forced to get it. Exactly. Tell us as a medical professional what you're witnessing. Oh, yes. Within just a couple days of that shot, everything from minor stuff, from headaches, ringing of the ears, but then it goes into numbness throughout the body. Some of these last for months, we've seen people that they can't even move their hands. They have to go seek treatment. It's like a flare up of like rheumatoid arthritis, um, major blood clots. I've seen that more than anything. We're not just one, but someone will have several blood clots in their lungs and in their legs at the same time. And then we've seen a lot of miscarriages miscarriages severe hemorrhaging even death and it's so sad because there's even some nurses i work right next to that were pregnant and they didn't know these risk factors and they took the shot and they lost their baby they had a miscarriage from this because nobody is being forced to tell these people the risk factors involved there's no proper informed consent so everybody's just making this false statement that it's so safe just take the shot and it's not well it's funny you just raised that because my producer handed me this article you know five minutes ago uh, out of abc news that i just quoted where the ceo mr boom says a lie that this was tested and approved by the fda uh, he says it's unfortunate that a few remaining employees who refuse to get vaccinated uh, put our patients uh, first are responding this way he said in a statement said to abc news it's legal for healthcare institutions to mandate vaccines as we have done with the flu vaccine. The COVID-19 vaccine has been proven through rigorous trials to be safe and effective Lies. and not experimental. Lies. It was approved as an experimental vaccine on the, officially. So that is an incredible lie. Oh, absolutely. Yes, he always, ever since the beginning, he has lied to his staff. He lies to the public. It is not safe. And if it is safe, then he needs to back it. He needs to put his money where his mouth is because he forces us to sign a waiver saying Methodist is not held liable for adverse reactions before they make us take the shot. So if it's 100% safe, why do you have to sign a waiver to protect them? And that's the key to all of this. They're having everybody sign a waiver because they know you're awake to this coerced damage. That waiver is not going to stand up. And then did, did you notice Fauci a month ago in hearings said that around half of the NIH has accepted the vaccine. They don't want it either. So when half the people that designed it don't want it, what does that tell you? 
That tells you a lot right there. And the fact that he admitted that is amazing. And everything's starting to unravel. Everything's starting to come out. Um, and the amount of support that we've gotten throughout the country and across the whole world, so many countries has reached out to me. So we're basically just trying to get everybody's help and just empower everybody to stand up and fight for their rights because nobody should have to go through this and everybody's scared. And the more people we get across the world to stand up and fight for this, we're gonna fight back. It's power in numbers. And I love this picture you're showing right now because on the 26th of this month, in two weekends, we're holding an even bigger protest in front of Houston Methodist downtown on Fannin Street, just to show that we are not backing down and we yeah, want- it's coming up Saturday, June 21st. 2021, 11 a.m., 6560 Fannin Street, Houston. Uh, please join us for the largest protest to date in front of downtown Houston Methodist of Fannin. We need them to see that we are, what they're doing is wrong, and to know that the public and other medical staff are not okay with their rights being stripped from them. So, yeah, they're really, really trying to you know, do do as good as they can do it sounds like to to uh fight against this wickedness by the way i'm gonna be with you there everybody should come awesome. to this it's the fight for our rights rally awesome yeah. and that's june 26 2011 11 a.m 6560 fan street houston texas everybody may, better be there this is the tip of the spear worldwide the whole world's watching yes yes and i wanted to invite you i would love for you to come to our protest that day can you make it yes ma'am i just said i'm gonna be there Ah, I am so excited. I no, I'm excited to be with you 110%. And just listen, as you said, your leadership, no matter what happens in your case, is getting others to look, others to investigate, and forcing light on what's happening. They just want us to, like, automatons accept what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yes, everybody needs to accept this. They need to stand up. We need to make them accountable for it. That's why we are appealing and going all the way to the Supreme Court right now. Can you please, when you come, will you bring your vehicle? I told you, barring a death of the family, I'm going to be there. How do people contact you? How do they get organized with you with just everything you're doing? Because in the, in the, in the age of big tech censorship, it's key for people to get primary contact points. What's the best way for people to reach out to you? Well, right right now, there's a few different ways. I'm working with a production company, um, and it's cgtvproduction.com back forward slash projects. And they just we just signed on with them, so they're helping out. And this week, we're actually creating a website to where people can get on board if they want to donate. Besides the GoFundMe, we're going to have T-shirts. We're going to start managing this website very well. But since it's just the beginning, that is actually in the works right now. Um, and, and there's also an event coming up July 24th. It's a worldwide rally where I'm going to be a speaker at that as well. That'll be in Houston. That's right. We need to scare these globalists and show massive yes. financial support for every person that stands up in defense of life and against illegal Nuremberg violating uh, secret experimentation on a mass scale that's now public. This is Joseph Mengele level. And when it all comes down to it, we're going to have Nuremberg trials. The individuals that did this will pay. They will pay the ultimate price. Uh, this is under the Nuremberg Code is execution. But we're going to let the courts do it once we take the country back. 100%. I'd, I'd be totally on board with that. They're, the execution is the least of what they deserve. From all the untold deaths and misery, wickedness, defiling of God's creation. I mean, yeah. Um, then next report. Massive bombshell. Unexplained deaths skyrocketed during COVID-19 vaccine push. 
Steve Kirsch, founder and CEO of the COVID-19 Early Treatment Fund, covers CDC data showing over 25,000 unexplainable deaths in recent months. Pay no attention to the fact that the deaths spiked once the national vaccination COVID kill shot program rolled out. And um, then it started to, to decrease once they started avoiding the jab. Now, this graph here shows like um, uh, this blue is influenza. And this is this um, uh, unusual. Um, they're, not, they're not elsewhere classified. This He's showing a straight from the CDC a graph uh, weekly professional counts of deaths by state. And it shows the, the, um, the I believe, the vaccine deaths spiking here um, when they rolled out the kill shot. Zero, zero to R99. And this category is kind of like, we can't figure out what it is. But you see, it's kind of flatlined. But look what happens, you know, when they start giving the vaccine, guess what happens to these excess, to these unexplained deaths? All of a sudden, they like go through the roof and they come down here because uh, the, um, uh, you know, we, we've vaccinated uh, at the peak. And now, uh, well, the they, they, what they did is they vaccinated the low hanging fruit. They vaccinated the people that were going to take and beg for the kill shot. Now they're getting to the point where it's they're coming against the resistance. So the amount of people they're vaccinating right now is not fresh people, at least new people, is not what it was. So that caused the the supposed deaths to come. But again, I don't really think we're we're going. The fox is guarding the hen house here. We're going we're going to Satan to to actually get reliable stats. But they, it, as bad as they are, though, they had to at least admit to this much. Actually, you know, people are not getting vaccinated. Uh, uh, isn't that interesting that it goes down just when the, the vaccination centers are empty and, and now we're, we're trying to get to these people who are un, unvaccinated? Yeah. Now, I'm not that's a 64 minute video. And again, it's CDC data shows 25,000 unexplained deaths since COVID. And again, this is Steve Kirsch, founder and CEO of COVID Early Treatment Fund, cover CDC data. So if you want to listen to that, I'll give you the link there. But I wanted just to touch on that so you'll be aware of it. Next report, another listener comment. Uh, and Julie is in Australia, and uh, I entitled this COVID jab killing people in droves. She said, hi, everyone. Today I had a conversation with my aunt. She usually phones her relatives in Italy to keep in touch. And this morning she rang her friend. Uh, her friend Victoria in Italy. Who would be in her late 60s, early 70s, I would say. Victoria, now this is a long-time listener telling me this as well. Victoria was quite distressed on the phone. Now this is the lady in Italy. She was quite distressed on the phone and stated that an 18-year-old female took the AstraZeneca vaccine and dropped dead four hours later. But again, they don't have to count that on the stats because it wasn't within the 15-minute window. Then she also told my aunt that 10 of her friends took the same vaccine. Now remember, she's an elderly lady, early 60s, 70s, she'd say. She told my then, she told my aunt then that 10 of her friends took the same vaccine, the AstraZeneca, and every one of them died. Nothing to see here. Keep on moving. Every one of them died.
10 out of 10. Satan's happy. Beaming ear to ear. Hearing that. Going from the list of countries that halted AstraZeneca over safety concerns, I see that Italy is now on the list. And she posted the countries that halted AstraZeneca. Oh, there's only 22, no, 24 countries. Switzerland, Denmark, Norway, Ireland, Netherlands, Italy, Romania, Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia. I mean, you know, goes on and on to 24. I see that Italy is now on the list, but what about Australia? Have they not sacrificed enough lives here yet? This is evil. Yeah, that's, that's pretty evil. Let's do another tiny video. Medical warning, COVID-19 vaccines may lead to prion-linked brain degeneration similar to Mad Cow that we have reported on at length. Now, you're going to hear me talk a little bit more about this if I can get to it, but and I don't know if he's going to get to the prion-linked brain degeneration, but th this is a 18-minute uh, video you can avail yourself to that gets into this in more in depth. I'm only going to play about a minute of it. National Journal of Infectious Diseases. First case of post-mortem study in patent in patient vaccinated against SARS-CoV-2. This is straight from the International Journal of Infectious Diseases. Uh, first case of post-mortem study in patient vaccinated against SARS-CoV-2. Uh, it's as medical and as medical as you can get. International Society for Infectious Diseases, and he's reading off this. And describes in the prestigious German uh, publication that put the International Society for Infectious Diseases that every organ in the body but the liver and the sinus cavity of all places had rot holes all in it and had been basically eaten by the virus. That this was in a guy that had been vaccinated, I don't know, do, 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 uh, received the first dose of the kill shot. He died four weeks later. So when they did the, when they did the um, autopsy, everything was, had rot holes. But prions... And I talked about this a lot when I did when I've done my teachings on prions in Critzfield Jacob disease and Kuru. Okay. And what it does when the end stage of that, like when you have a Kuru patient, which is basically mad cow disease in humans, which they first identified this with the headhunters in Papua New Guinea that were doing this. And they were eating the bodies of their relatives when they died and eating their brains. Okay. They were also headhunters, but they were mostly getting the prions most likely from eating their dearly departed. It was some weird satanic custom they had. I, I, did, a, I did a whole report on this. Just key on prions, Kuru, K-U-R-I. You'll find it. I, I did it like in the last three months, three or four months. And um, what happens in that particular case when you put the brain under a microscope from somebody that d dies of prion disease is the brain looks like swiss cheese and that's what he's talking about with these rot holes i think is what he's in reference to the lungs the heart the arteries the cardiovascular the guts the brain everything had holes eaten in it by the vaccinated man and what did they say he died from that's why the institute got his body and proved it wasn't true covid19 and everybody i talked even to, though he was vaccinated and doctors now we got one coming on third hour says the people they see coming in and dying of covid and testing positive because it shows the massive protein that's in covid because your body produces it and they're dying of the covid inoculation and they're calling it covid 19 exactly that's the new normal that is the new normal okay 
they're they're shifting the blame off they're they're yes they're still keeping the blame on COVID 19 but it's being caused by the vaccinated hordes whether they're shedding spike proteins or whether they're dying from the vaccine themselves that's what's driving the kill rate up all by design on purpose next report Provax doctor reveals the COVID vaccines can insert nanoparticles into the brain. Now, this is a doctor in Canada. Dr. Bridal and Canadian virologists explain how COVID vaccines work and how he has been attacked for speaking out against vaccinating his children. This just broke a couple days ago. And he's speaking, I don't know, he's got the official, uh, like, whiz-bang Canadian flags in the background. And the next one I'm going to play, I believe, is the Canadian MP reveals hospitals are filled with the vaccinated which just confirms what we just heard. Have you, are you noticing how that, like I'm, everything I'm giving you is straight from either the hospitals or from MDs, frontline MDs, or um, CDC research, or I mean, straight from the horse's mouth. Can't say that I'm giving any kind of fringe conspiracy stuff. It's just, my job's so easy now. I mean, it's not easy because I, the, the volume of what I'm trying to process, but I mean, my word. Listen to this guy. My name is Byram, and I am an associate professor of viral immunology at the University of Guelph. And since the pandemic was declared, I have been trying to serve as a voice of objective scientific. This guy is pro-vax, too. Okay, he's pro-vax. Bear that in mind as you hear this. So that the public can make the most informed decisions for themselves possible. I am a publicly funded servant, so I'm a public servant. You pay for me, Canadians, from your tax dollars. I work at an academic institution which is publicly funded, and therefore I see it as my responsibility to Canadians uh, that when they have questions, that they can come to me and ask the questions, and if they are pertinent to my areas of expertise, then I feel it's my responsibility to give the most informed answer that I can so that they can help make informed decisions. <laughs> Two weeks ago, I gave an interview. It was a five-minute radio interview. The company that runs the radio show did nothing wrong. The host asked me one question, and she did absolutely nothing wrong. She was doing her job. The question she asked me was if I knew whether or not there could be a possible link between COVID-19 vaccines and cases of heart inflammation that have been reported around the world in young males. In this case, it was 12 young males in Israel. Let us bring in Dr. Byram Bridal. He's an associate professor of viral immunology at the University of Guelph. Doctor, you've been very, um, you know, uh, very open um, on this whole issue. And, and, you know, you're not an anti-vaxxer by any stretch. But what do you think about this inflammation in the heart? And, and is, is it an actual threat? Yeah, thanks for having me on, Alex. Uh, yeah, as you said, I, I'm very much pro-vaccine, but uh, always making sure that the science is done properly and that we follow the science carefully before going into uh, you know, public rollout of vaccines. Um, I, I'll forewarn you and your, your listeners that um, the story I'm about to tell is, is a bit of a scary one. Let me assure you that everything that I'm stating here, or that I'm going to state right now, is completely backed up by peer-reviewed, scientific publications. The SARS coronavirus 2 has a spike protein on its surface. That spike protein is what allows it to infect our bodies. That is why we've been using the spike protein in our vaccines. The vaccines we're using get our cells in our body to manufacture that protein. If we can mount an immune response against that protein, in theory we can prevent this virus from infecting the body. The spike protein gets into the blood, circulates through the blood in individuals, 
uh, over several days post-vaccination. It accumulates, once it gets to the blood, it accumulates in a number of tissues such as the spleen, the bone marrow, uh, the liver, the adrenal glands. Uh, one that's of particular concern for me is uh, it accumulates at quite high concentrations in the ovaries. The spike protein is a pathogenic protein. It is a toxin. It can cause damage in our body if it gets into circulation. Now we have clear-cut evidence the vaccine itself plus the protein gets into blood circulation. When in circulation, the spike protein can bind to the receptors that are on our platelets and the cells that line our blood vessels. When that happens, it can do one of two things. It can either cause platelets to clump, and that can lead to clotting. That's exactly why we've been seeing clotting disorders associated with these vaccines. It can also lead to bleeding. And of course, the heart's involved. It's part, a key part of the cardiovascular mm-hmm. system. That's why we're seeing heart problems. The protein, it can also cross the blood-brain barrier and cause neurological damage. That's why also in the fatal cases of blood clots, many times it's seen in the brain. When that happens in some people, it can cause damage, especially to the cardiovascular system. The time has come to override the sensors. Five minutes, again, trying to present to a lay audience. It was like a nuclear bomb went off in my world, and my life was thrown upside down. And I, I'm sure my life will never be the same again. So within 24 hours, there was a libelous website that was put up. So using- I guess when he came out with this truth, they just he was just started to be attacked from all angles, essentially, because, you know, Satan hates truth. Domain name, a fake Twitter account was developed to slander me. And I've been undergoing daily attacks, either through email, people attempting to call me, uh, and, and definitely in the social media. And I never had a, a presence within the social media until recently where, when I now have a fake social media presence. I'm experiencing harassment, lots of harassment in the workplace. Uh, it's even gone so far as to have one of the uh, members of the Ontario COVID-19 Science Advisory Committee. Uh, they were actually the first ones to post uh, the link to the slanderous website uh, and they have fanned the flames of this smear campaign quite strongly since then. They even went so far as to release confidential medical information about my parents. I've written a comprehensive guide for parents, parents. so they can make informed decisions about COVID-19 vaccines when it comes to vaccinating their children. This guide you can find at the website for the Canadian COVID Care Alliance. So that is CanadianCovidCareAlliance.org. I'm very familiar with vaccines and traditional. This guy is pro-vax, okay? And, you know, but you can't have any dissent within the ranks at that level because it's such a house of cards. Somebody like this could trigger some type of chain reaction if this became uh, normal, normalized. And he might embolden other doctors to do the same. Vaccine technology would tell us that when you put a vaccine into the shoulder, and that's where we get vaccinated with the COVID-19 vaccines, traditional vaccine technology tells us the vaccine would stay on the shoulder. And then what happened is cells from the immune system... I don't believe that, but yeah. ...and pick up the spike protein. All these vaccines get our bodies to manufacture the spike protein, right? So cells of the immune system pick up that spike protein, take it to the local draining lymph node, and activate the immune system. That's why often when we get sick or we've been vaccinated, sometimes our lymph nodes swell because that's where our immune response Vaccines is. Vaccines are a depopulation tool, but anyway. ...and our B and T cells go throughout the body to look for the virus. 
And so what we have found is that this assumption about the vaccine remaining in the shoulder does not apply to this novel vaccine technology. It's never been in people before. These messenger RNA vaccines get distributed throughout the whole body. What we have found, in fact, is that as little as 25% of the dose remains in the shoulder. And it traffics all over the body. Also, many of you might have heard of polyethylene glycol because that is one of the components of the vaccine that sometimes people develop anaphylactic shock to. Okay, the polyethylene glycol was put in the, this formulation. A lot of people don't realize these lipid nanoparticles, these little bubbles of fat that carry this little blueprint that helps our cells make the spike protein, those lipid nanoparticles were actually originally designed to disperse throughout the body. They were designed to be gene therapy vectors and also carry drug cargo. Which is what it is. It's a gene therapy vector at, at bare minimum. Not even He's not even getting into all the the nanotech and the other things that are in there. Especially into the brain, where it could be used to treat things like Parkinson's disease and Alzheimer's disease and brain cancers. That polyethylene glycol, just so that you know, is designed to help facilitate that spread throughout the body. I did a whole report on the on the evils of that one ingredient in the vaccine. Just key in poly, polyethylene glycol in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. Uh, I did that I probably in the last year to year, year and a half get about five-fold greater spread throughout the body with the polyethylene glycol there. Do you know why? Because when the polyethylene glycol is there, it actually helps the lipid nanoparticles bypass the very cells of our immune system that are supposed to pick up the antigen and take it to our lymph nodes. And so this is why it's in every organ of the body. What we just heard when they did the autopsy. All the, all the organs were ravaged. It was in every part. This is why. A big reason is the polyethylene glycol facilitating that whole thing. By having that polyethylene glycol there, not only are we promoting spread throughout the body, yep. but we may actually be dampening the very functionality of the vaccine that we want. This vaccine spreads throughout the body. He's, he's acting like there's any kind of like benevolent angle to this vaccine. Like he, he's not, obviously he's, he's, he's trying. He really is, but he hasn't got the full memo yet on how wicked and evil. But there's a guy that's probably invested his whole life in this paradigm. And this is probably just a horrible, horrible shock to him to come to this realization that, that this thing is so wicked and so evil. What we also know is that proper studies have not been conducted. Remarkably, this is based on a rat study, a study done in rats, and that's appropriate as a starting point. But that should not be the end point. This should have been done in at least two animal models. And remarkably, it hasn't been done in people. And it has not been done at all with the actual vaccine formulation that we are administering to our children. It has not, that, or the actual vaccine formulation has not even been evaluated. What's been evaluated is the lipid nanoparticle technology, but not the vaccine itself. And also what people don't realize, and there was no evidence of any issues with, uh, with fertility. These rodents are completely inappropriate models for COVID-19. They don't express the receptor like we do. So of course you're going to see safety in a model like that. It's an inappropriate animal model. Mass vaccination of millions of healthy Canadian children demands that the level of safety associated with this, the assessed safety profile, has to be exceptionally high. So, um that's a guy that's in a horrible position he's trying to do the right thing you know he really is god bless him um then next report and this heavily relates to what he just said and the report before that about the autopsy
okay? Because we're going to get into that. Global time bomb. First case of, of post-mortem study of patient vaccinated against SARS-CoV-2. The viral messenger RNA found in every organ of the body. It just doesn't stay in your shoulder. The first ever autopsy of a person vaccinated against COVID-19 who tested negative 18 days later upon hospital admission, but at 24 days after the vax has revealed viral messenger RNA was found in almost every organ of the body. The vaccine, while triggering an immune response, did not stop the virus from entering every organ in the body. The viral messenger RNA was found in virtually every organ, which means the spiked proteins were there as well. We spoke to one infectious disease specialist from a hospital in New Jersey this morning. Now remember, this is from that report, that uh, journal in medicine or whatever report that we were just talking about. Actually, it's um, also posted here, sciencedirect.com. I give you a link to the report as well. Um, anyway, we spoke to an infectious disease specialist in a hospital in New Jersey. This morning, we sent the actual autopsy findings to him and asked for his thoughts. When when he called back a while later, he was clear, clearly shaken up. He told us, quote, you cannot quote me by name. I will get fired by the hospital if you do, end of quote. We agreed to conceal his identity. He then told us, quote, people think that only a minority of people get adverse effects from the vaccine. Based on this new research, meaning the autopsy findings that Alex Jones covered there in that minute clip, based on these new autopsy findings, uh, it means that everyone eventually will have adverse effects that get the kill shot, essentially. Because those spike proteins will be binding to the ACE2 receptors everywhere in the body and is this why the one lady that came with the oil workers said they're planning for a total 100 percent replacement of all vaccinated employees in three years he's saying eventually everyone will have adverse effects and i believe that is going to culminate in death the messenger rna was supposed to stay in the injection site and it's not that means the spike proteins created by the messenger RNA will be in every organ as well, and we now know it is the spike proteins that do the damage. Worse, the messenger RNA being found in every organ indicates either the vaccine doesn't work at all, which, you know, was never intended to, or two, the virus is enjoying antibody-dependent enhancement, or ADE, meaning it actually spreads faster in vaccinated people. Of course it does. This is a global time bomb, and there's the full postmortem report is... Here at the link I give you. Then we have this. Former Pfizer scientist warns that governments and pharma pharmaceutical companies will continue to deceive and enslave people before killing them off. Former Pfizer VP. And here we go. I mean, another high-level guy that worked at Pfizer. Your government is lying to you in a way that could lead to your death. Look out the window and think, why is my government lying to me about something so fundamental? Because I think the answer is they are going to kill you using this method, meaning the kill shot. They're going to kill you and your family. I mean, that, that engenders confidence on my behalf. I don't know about you all. I mean, that makes me kind of feel pretty warm and fuzzy. Who said this? Dr. Michael Yearden, Pfizer's former vice president and chief scientist for allergy and respiratory who spent 32 years in the industry leading new medicines research and retired from the pharmaceutical pharmaceutical giant with quote the most senior research position in his field according to LifeSite news in a telephone interview <laughs> so you you want it straight from the horse's mouth man 
I'm, I'm trying to give it to you. He addressed the demonstrably false propaganda from governments in response to the COVID-19, including the lie of dangerous variants, the totalitarianism potential for vaccine passports, and the strong possibility we are dealing with a conspiracy that could lead uh, to something far beyond the carnage experienced in the wars and massacres of the 20th century. His main points included... There is no possible current variance of the COVID-19 that will escape immunity. It's just a lie. Number two, yet governments around the world are repeating this lie, indicating that we are witnessing not just yet convergent opportunism, but a conspiracy. Uh, indicating that we are witnessing not just convergent opportunism, but, but a true conspiracy. Meanwhile, media outlets and tech platforms are committed to the same propaganda and censorship of the truth. And I believe it's like the screaming about the variants now. The variants, the variants. You got to take your kill shots. You got to re-lock down. We got to, you know, we're, this is going to be 10 times worse. And again, if there's any if there's any gigantic outbreak, if there's any people dying, if there's any people getting sick at this point, it's because of they're either vaccinated or they're the vaccinated shedding to the unvaccinated. Okay, and affecting them. But they knew all that going into this and, you know, but they'll blame it on the variants, of course. Three, pharmaceutical companies have already begun to develop unneeded top-up booster vaccines for these supposed variants that are out right now. And I'm not saying the variants aren't real because, like I said, when you started getting the vaccines, your their bodies are going to turn, you know, are going to create these spike proteins in these new variants that are going to infect other people. And this is what we've documented here in the last few months extensively the companies are planning to manufacture billions of vials in addition to the current experimental covid 19 kill shot four regulatory agencies like the u.s food and drug administration and the european medicines agency have announced that since these top-up vaccines will be so similar to their prior injections which were approved for emergency use authorization, that drug companies will not be required to perform any clinical, excuse me, safety studies. So again, no clinical safety studies. Just put them right out there, take the kill shots, shut up and do as you're told. Five, thus this virtually means that design and implementation of repeated and coerced messenger RNA vaccines go from the computer screen of a pharmaceutical company into the arms of hundreds of millions of people, injecting some satanic gene sequence for which there's absolutely no need or justification. Don't you love honesty? Six, why are they doing this? Since no benign reason is apparent, the use of vaccine passports along with this banking reset, the great reset that Charles Schwab talks about, could usher in totalitarianism unlike the world has ever seen. Recalling the evil of Stalin, Mao, and Hitler, mass depopulation remains a logical outcome. And again, consider the source here. This means that everyone must fight like crazy to make sure that that system never forms. I couldn't agree with you more. Next report. The death rate from the Delta COVID variant is six times higher among those who are fully vaccinated that most likely formed it to begin with. Anyway, it's six times higher among those who are fully vaccinated for two weeks or longer than among those who never received the kill shot. Well, I thought the vaccine's supposed to protect. No, no, you're far more vulnerable. 
to the variants and to whatever you're going to be exposed to in the fall from getting the kill shot because your own immune system is being devastated, obviously, what we just talked about. So yes, of course, of course you're way more vulnerable. Back in April, and I reported on this at length, a study from Tel Aviv University in Israel said the coronavirus variants affected vaccine the vaccinated eight times more than the unvaccinated. Of course it does. So there is a clear pattern here. Of course, yeah. Next report, former Pfizer vaccine VP. Now this is the same guy that we just heard before. I believe it's Michael Yearden, the uh, Pfizer's former vice president, chief scientist for allergy respiratory. He spent 32 years in the industry, retired with the most senior research position in his field, according to LifeSite News in a telephone interview. Same guy. He says it's too late to save anyone injected with the vaccines. I'm going to play this very short video here. All right, this won't be up for long. Share as much as you can. Mike Eden. Well, this is on BitChute, so she probably originally, I think it was on TikTok, and then they probably put it on YouTube, but then they they uploaded it to BitChute, and then it, it'll hopefully stay. Anyway, let me let me just back up a hair. Long share as much as you can. Mike Eden, ex-chief scientist of Pfizer. Same guy we just heard from. I stated that it is now too late to save any person who has been injected with any COVID-19 vaccine. He urges those who have not yet been injected with the deadly compound to fight for the continuation of humans and the lives of their children. The world-acclaimed immunologist goes on to outline the process which he says will kill the vast majority of people now alive. Immediately on receipt of the first... It's just mass genocide on a global scale. Nothing to really see here. And around 0.8% of people die within two weeks. The survivors have a life expectancy of two years on average, but this is decreased with every top-up or booster injection. So two, they're expecting a two-year life expectancy. Now, granted, I'm not, I'm not a date setter. I'm not going to say that's whatever. We're fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, I think they've been trying to kill us off for years. So I, I'm not going to go with these timelines, but they may very, very exactly well be true, though, regarding this. Uh, but I mean this is just unbelievable bombshell stuff down at the bottom billions are already condemned to certain unchangeable and agonizing deaths each person who has received the injection will certainly die prematurely and three years is a generous estimate which totally confirms the lady in the petroleum industry that is in charge of hiring that we heard from before saying that they're planning on a 100% turnover, 100% death rate of all their vaccinated employees in three years. That confirms it again. I just feel like, you know, it's like hitting home run after home run after home run, validating to you everything that we've been screaming about for the last, I don't know, since January before last January. Not because I'm smart, I believe God's the one that, that showed me and led me to the information. Uh, but it's, it, you know, you know, it, it, it's it's out there. The, the information's out there. It's widely available if you know where to look at this point. Next report. Canadian MP reveals hospitals are filled with already vaccinated patients. This is the, fa- this is the complimentary audio to the one gentleman you heard before who was the Provax doctor that was being attacked in Canada. Okay. I believe this guy spoke right after him because it's the same stage. 
Independent MP Derek Sloan holds a news conference on Parliament Hill to raise concerns about the censorship of doctors and scientists, as well as medical information related to vaccines. The Ontario MP has been critical of lockdowns that have been in place due to the COVID-19 pandemic and also sponsored a petition questioning the safety of COVID-19 vaccines. He is joined by a trio of doctors and scientists. One of those doctors was the guy we just heard, the Canadian doctor. Greetings, everybody. My name is Derek Sloan, and I am the Member of Parliament for Hastings, Lennox, and Addington. I am very honoured to be joined today by Dr. Byron Bridal from University of Guelph, Dr. Patrick... That was the, the gentleman we already heard speak. ...from Englehart Hospital, and Dr. Don Welsh from the University of Western Ontario. Those of you watching this today may not be aware that several weeks ago I issued a call for whistleblowers to our medical and scientific communities across this country. Doctors, nurses, medical scientists, and other experts have indeed reached out to me. One of the first whistleblowers to reach out to me was a concerned nurse who has spent over 20 years working in a hospital in my riding of Hastings, Lennox, and Addington. For her own protection, I will not name her today. When she reached out to my office, it was to inform me that the local hospital she worked in was experiencing very low numbers of COVID patients. That is, until they took in many patients from Toronto hotspots, which artificially raised the number of COVID patients in our community in a way that was not accurately reflected in the local media reports to the public. It made it look like locally we had a lot more uh, active cases than we truly had. This type of fear-mongering in media reports has been a major issue of concern throughout this pandemic. This nurse informed me that many of the sick patients had in fact already been vaccinated. This was not something we were hearing from our local health officials in local media reports. Even worse, this honest and diligent nurse was afraid to say anything publicly because the College of Nurses of Ontario was threatening nurses who spoke out with what they were personally witnessing in their hospitals. The College of Physicians and Surgeons of Ontario, known as CPSO, issued a dire statement threatening any doctor who spoke out about what they were witnessing on the front lines of our hospitals, in their own clinics, and in our communities. Don't you just love full disclosure by our wonderful, med the wonderful uh, medical pharma cartels? They, they really want to get the truth out, you know? The purpose of governing bodies like the CPSO is to protect the public not to stifle legitimate scientific inquiry or dissent by professional doctors. The first note surrounds vaccination from an individual who can't share her name due to potential job repercussions. And her words to me are, Derek, I am a 30-year-old female citizen of Winnipeg who was recently pressured by healthcare workers and the media to take the COVID vaccine. I was told that the benefits outweigh the risks, but I now realize that I was never informed of any of the potential risks four days after my first and only Pfizer dose. I was diagnosed with heart inflammation and fluid buildup around my heart. I'm now on anti-inflammatories for three months that have the potential of injuring my only kidney. And she adds, I was born with only one kidney. The media keeps saying that these cases are rare and that they typically happen in young men. But so far, she says, I know three other Winnipeg women who have also developed heart issues post-shot. And she notes that we are all young, under 35 years old. The most concerning part is that we are still being advised by our doctors to get a second dose. <laughs> At this point, it feels like they are purposefully trying to harm us. They are. 
The second note I received comes from one of our honourable members of the Canadian Forces. I am a CAF member who fundamentally believes that Canadians are being misled and taken advantage of by our government institutions. As of Friday, my COC is boasting a 90% vaccination rate within the CAF. All members are required to attend the clinic regardless of their personal wishes to receive the vaccine or not. Upon arrival, members are seated and given a two-page briefing document which summarizes the information in the online course. Members are then ushered one by one into cubicles and asked if they wish to receive the vaccine. A PHAC nurse is on site to answer any questions. The member is free to leave after a 15-minute period of observation. In my experience, he goes on to say, I felt that both times I went to the clinic that I was being pressured and encouraged to blindly accept the process. On my second visit, which was much more aggressive, I was directed to speak with the public health nurse who advised me that I was not authorized to obtain the vaccine from civilian sources and that the vaccine was in short supply and that it was just like a flu shot, which would have many follow-up booster shots. I have witnessed my co-workers suffer vaccine injury in the past and I'm sure that the military will cover up the true devastation caused as it has done before with suicides. There is talk that the vaccine will be mandatory for all CAF members in November. My solemn plea to you is that this is somehow prevented. We are currently being told to be leaders and take the vaccine. And if this happens, it won't be long before all Canadians will be subject to mandatory vaccination. As you can see, we should be asking questions about this process, but whenever someone does so, they are intimidated or censored by whomever it is that they're, they're, they're uh, reporting to. With that in mind, it became clear that I had to convene a summit today to tell you personally and directly about the censorship several uh, uh, doctors are facing here in the country. And these doctors that are with me today are indicative of many, many more doctors. And I've spoken with dozens and dozens of them personally. And I'm certain there are hundreds of doctors and scientists across this country who are facing extreme pressure and censorship for asking legitimate scientific questions. Okay, so we have that one. Um, all right, so then we will go to the next report. Next report, mass hypnosis, the disturbing psychology behind the global vaccine suicide cult. When people turn their backs on God, they no longer recognize their own self-worth and start to love death. Now, this is actually from Mike Adams. I added in the Bible verses, but um, he brought up some pretty good points here. Uh, this kind of really gives a, a big, big picture, 50,000 foot kind of view of, okay, what are we actually dealing with here? With this mass insanity. Okay. Sadly, many people no longer have any sense of self-worth <clears throat> because they have turned their backs on God and instead worship technology, science, money, or fame. Thus, they have nothing to live for other than money or fame or the things mentioned. When those aren't fulfilling enough, they seek self-annihilation, not realizing that every human being is is a miracle uh, created in the image of God. To eject yourself with a deadly biological weapon that was engineered to terminate human lives is an affront to God. I, I couldn't agree more. And an act of spiritual and physical annihilation. I believe most people taking the vaccine at some level know it is potentially deadly. But they welcome the chance at self-annihilation because that is far better than the alternative. Now, again, I'm not going to apply this to everybody. Okay, Some people are just doing it because they're totally, they don't have all the facts and um, maybe they're being massively pressured. Uh, regardless of any of that, Satan doesn't care the reason you take it as long as you take it. 
Okay, so he's he's painting things in a very broad brush. I'm not going to do that, but I think that he brings up some really good points here. Um, they know it's potentially deadly, but they welcome the chance at self-annihilation because that's far better than the alternative, at least in their eyes, which is being ostracized by society and rejected by their peers. Most people would rather die than be rejected. And so the vaccine propagandists are paying off social media influencers, celebrities, and false authority figures to attempt to equate vaccine obedience with social acceptance. Yeah, it's very, very true. Very true. And, um, you know, we're, as Christians, we're not supposed to, that's not supposed to be something that really concerns us uh, as far as we're not to seek the praise of men or the Bible's real clear, you know, if you're a Christian, you know, you're gonna, it's not gonna be typically a very easy road for you uh, because you're gonna be a, <clears throat> you're gonna be somebody that's, especially if you're a true Christian, you're not gonna be like everyone else. And you're gonna be very different and uh, have a very different set of values. And broad is the way which leadeth to destruction. And many there be that go there. Right? And all the people that are on the broad way are gonna look at you like you're something's wrong with you or maybe with hatred maybe with disdain who knows but the bible says that you know if they persecuted jesus said if they persecuted me they're going to persecute you luke 16 13 says no servant can serve two masters this is jesus talking no servant can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or he will hold to the one and despise the other ye cannot serve god and mammon now mammon is biblically is biblically defined as wealth, treasures, riches. Okay, he mentioned that as one of the components of why people potentially might want to take the shot. And then the next verse says, and the Pharisees also, who were covetous, heard these things and they derided him, meaning they didn't like what Jesus said. And Jesus said unto them, ye are they which justify yourselves before men. But God knows, and isn't that a big social justice thing now that out, you, you want to be justified before men? You don't want to rock the boat. You don't want to say anything against the LGBTQ. You don't want to say anything against the kill shot. You, you don't want to be really controversial. You want to go along to get along. You want to just, you basically want to be lukewarm. And the Bible says that Jesus will vomit the lukewarm out of his mouth in Revelation chapter 3. He hates lukewarm. He would rather you be hot or cold, one way or another. But they, ye are they which justify yourselves before men, but God knoweth your hearts. For that which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. So, again, we're not to see, seek that and seek that out. And these preachers up there telling you to take the kill shot, like Franklin Graham and Joel Osteen and Copeland and all the other devils doing it, they're they're highly esteemed among men for the most part. i mean cnn will have them on the major mainstream because they're not saying anything that's that's very against what the world's saying for the most part they're kind of blending in i mean hey they're in lockstep with the with this whole COVID agenda so of course they're going to have them on tv and, and when you see that you, that you ought to look at that and say man there's something wrong here if they're able to go on mainstream prostitute media and be buddy buddies with the newscasters and not say anything you know that they don't approve of that is a gigantic red flag right there 
going back to this report, it says this preys upon the weak will to define their own self-worth by the way others view them or accept them. To reject the vaccine today amid all the propaganda and coercion takes a real act of self-actualization, courage, and faith in God. Relatively few people possess that capacity today because they have rejected the very God that granted them life and consciousness. Now, you know, again, I have warned about Mike Adams, though, because he's got some very, very new age stuff that he kind of commingles in his belief system here. So I'm not giving some wholesale endorsement of him. Um, so take this with a grain of salt regarding this whole thing. But, I mean, I think he brings up some really good points here. Uh, I put in the verses, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, Hosea 4, 6, and 7. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. That thou shalt be a priest to me, that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. So when you reject knowledge, when you reject truth, okay, and the Bible is very clear in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. The reason God is going to send the strong delusion that they will believe lies is because they have no love for the truth. Very, very clear on that. So... That's a very stern warning. And when you reject knowledge, the Bible says, and, and again, I'm not saying this is a blanket statement every single time, but the, the implications here are if you as the head of your house or as a mom or dad reject knowledge openly, not only are you basically asking God to send, send you the strong delusion that you will believe a lie, which is now the norm as we can see, and you're asking for damnation, but you're also potentially affecting your kids in a very horrific way because it says, I will also forget thy children. So the stakes are really super high. Just eternal hellfire in the lake of fire as opposed to heaven is really what the stakes are. And I think this kill shot has brought a lot of this out in the open to a head and made it my job a lot easier because it's real easy to see now what side the church, the so-called corporate church is on. Whereas before it wasn't near as blatant and not in the open as it is now <clears throat> next verse says as they were increased so they sinned against me therefore i will change their glory into shame and we actually talked about that verse earlier so going back to this report it says thus thus those taking the vaccines are literally participating in a grand global suicide cult that's being carried out with mass hypnosis, brainwashing, and social engineering. And yes, I do believe it's part of the strong delusion God said he would send in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. <clears throat> Just like heaven, the heavens gates cultists, these people are more than happy to take the poison and end their own lives as long as they were accepted by society in the process. Well, I don't know if that's a great analogy. Heaven's gate, they were their own little cult. They really weren't accepted by society. They were accepted by their society, of the other Heaven's Gate cultists, from what I remember, they all took poison. They found, they went in there and they found them on there in like bunk beds. And they figured they they said, well, when Hale Bop, I think it was the Hale Bop comet, is going to come by planet Earth, we're going to commit suicide at that same time because we're going to catch a ride on the comet. This is what their stinking cult leader had them con job into believing so much that they were willing to commit mass suicide. Cursed be the man that trusteth in man that maketh flesh his arm and his heart departeth from the Lord. If it's a man or woman and they're telling you things that are against the word of God, you don't follow them. You get away from them. <clears throat> if you can, I mean, 
going further, the reason I mention all this is because we must understand the twisted psychology of these cultists in order to survive them, their mass suicide, which will impact even those of us who avoid the bioweapons injections. As, as mass death sweeps across economies and nations, which we talked about earlier, from the, from the uh, vaccinated, and from, you know, I think the people that, the unvaccinated, that are deficient and depleted in, like, the nutrients that I mentioned that are deficient and, and that eat horrible diets that, um, like we talked about earlier with Coca-Cola and soft drinks and fried foods, and I think they're going to be very vulnerable to um, only God knows what from the vaccinated. And, and let's say they're va let's say they got every vaccine but this one. Well, you're still at a huge disadvantage. Maybe you kind of figured it out at the end, but you need to really try to go out of your way to take care of, of your your vessel, your body, because um, you know only the Lord knows what new types of variants may emerge from the or, or what they might release you know, separately in the chemtrails in some other fashion. Who knows? <clears throat> anyway, going further here. So let me, I'll read that last line again. As mass, de as mass death sweeps across the economies and nations, it will have horrifying consequences to the functioning of society, including collapsing supply lines and extreme personnel disruptions in industries like finance, energy, telecom, and agriculture. Watch the shocking video report from an energy industry human resources professional warning of how large oil businesses are already planning replacement strategies to replace their own executives who have been vaccinated vaccinated excuse me succession planning is what it is called and according to this woman oil executives expect that 100 percent of the covid vaccinated will die in the next three years now i already played that in the other study but i give you another link to it here then we have this. This is, I labeled this satanic line prognosis. Pockets of unvaccinated Americans threaten to bring the scamdemic roaring back. Okay, this is from Bloomberg.com. As much of the country emerges from masking and social distancing, under-vaccinated pockets in the U.S. still threaten to bring the, the virus roaring back. Less than 25% of the population is fully vaccinated in at least 482 counties, praise the Lord Jesus Christ. According to an analysis of the CDC by Bloomberg, many of these counties are more rural and less economically advantaged, meaning they're, they're these are the, just the hicks, the, the, the dumb hick folks in the sticks, okay? And a majority of the voters in the last presidential election chose Donald Trump. Well, that, that makes it even worse in the narrative they're trying to paint according to the analysis of 2700 counties so again they're trying to set this up for the un to blame the unvaccinated americans when when all of their these um and again something we should pray against that all of the all of the these um the vaccinated and the how they're affecting both themselves other vaccinated people and the unvaccinated that that be kept to a minimum you know, that God would intervene and keep all that, whatever wicked, nefarious agenda they've got that they're using the vaccinated for to keep that agenda beat down and to a bare minimum, you know, if it be his will. I mean, I saw this a couple of weeks ago, video police in rural India um, 
forced local residents who were not vaccinated against the uh, coronavirus to wear placards bearing a skull and crossbone. Here's a picture of one of these guys, and which is the universal symbol of danger this week. Reuters reported Thursday police officers decided to enforce sign wearing as a way to encourage local villagers to receive the kill shot. Officers learned which villagers were not vaccinated and assigned them skull and crossbone signs to wear on their person. The signs included additional text reading, do not come near me, I am not vaccinated, please stay away from me. Now, are they going to still have to wear these same placards when everybody around them is dead who got the vaccine? Let's say in whenever, whenever that actually happens, it probably will be from between now and the next three years. Are they still going to have to wear the these placards when they're all dropping dead i mean i don't know i'm just kind of I'm, I'm wondering I'm just, I'm just thinking out loud here a little bit you know what if they're the only ones that survive which they, they would be if they don't get in, uh, annihilated by the vaccine shedding from the vaccinated what if they're the only ones that survive and nobody's there that's vaccinated because they're all dead will they still have to wear the placards then because it says, do not come near me. Well, there'll be no one other than the non-vaccinated to come near them. I, I don't know. I, I, just, these are just little things I think of. Conversely, they're rewarding those who do get the job with colorful badges with the text reading, I'm a patriot, I'm vaccinated. Isn't that wonderful? If that doesn't warm your heart, I don't know what will. If that doesn't fire you up, your wood's wet, as the old Baptist used to say. Anyway, so then the next report, and we're almost done here. Uh, CVS pharmacist quits job over refusal to kill white people. To, I'm sorry, to kill people with experimental COVID depopulation shots blows the whistle. So um, we have here, this is from CVS pharmacist. A pharmacist who used to work for CVS has now gone public to blow the whistle on the details of how the company is dealing with the experimental COVID shots. And it's a bombshell. A Florida pharmacist quit her job at CVS due to the fact that she would be forced to provide people with the Depop shot. I haven't heard it referred to that way. Like depopulation. The Depop shot genocide jab. <laughs> experimental COVID gene therapy. Uh, she took to video to show the people what is going on, but she's not the only one. Another doctor has served notice to the CEOs of both CVS and Rite Aid for the potential danger of indiscriminate injections of the kill shot. And there's a whole bunch of reports here, but I'm going to play this one audio that where uh, she gets into this. This video is going to be a very important video. And if you can just get through the first few minutes of me giving my personal update on where things are, I promise you uh, your time will be well spent to listen to this entire video. Now, it's an hour and three minutes. I'm going to play to about halfway through the 12-minute mark. That's where, I mean, we've covered most of the the main points of what she's talking about. But you feel welcome to listen to the whole video. It's also going to be the last update I do on this topic. Hi everyone, just wanted to come on while I can, uh, give you an update, let you know a few things. Uh, things finally did come to a head at work regarding me not being willing to kill elderly people and babies. Um, I mean, give the CV vaccines. So I had. So she's she's saying she's acknowledging killing elderly people and babies by giving them 
the kill shot. I mean, I, you, you gotta love the honesty. My two weeks notice, that was about three weeks ago. And um, thought I was gonna be a lot more freaked out than I am. I have no idea what I'm gonna do, obviously. Uh, won't be in retail pharmacy or institutional pharmacy or VA pharmacy or anywhere where you're gonna have to get vaccines. Anyway, I kind of, for some reason, don't even care right now. But, um, well, that's the, that's the way, I mean, listen, anybody in the medical field that knows what's going on, it's, it's all going to come to that, you know, eventually. I, I don't see, unless you're maybe like in private practice or something, I just, I don't see any way around it. The medical pharma cartel is just too big, too evil to, I, I don't know how you're going to escape the clutches on that one. Um, maybe God, I'm not saying God can't provide a way where there seems to be no way. I don't want to limit God here, but it just seems unlikely to me for most people that they're going to come to the same situation she's in at some point. If, if they're going to, if they're going to resist this wickedness, at least. I did get to see before I left, um, the newest of the vaccines had just come out and in the area where I worked, there were a couple of physicians that even uh, were calling in their own prescriptions because they ended up with horribly um, positioned dermatome-wise cases of shingles and ended up in the ER subsequently to that. Had other, they had their other colleagues come in to pick up the prescriptions. Yes, they can call in their own prescriptions as long as they're not controlled medications. Physicians can call in controls for family members, but it's not, it's kind of frowned upon, but they can't for themselves, but they can call in any Schedule Six regular legend uh, prescription drugs for their families or themselves. So there were two physicians. Um, one of the women was just absolutely furious because hers uh, expressed on optic uh, dermatome and she might be blind after this. So I, from what I'm gathering here, the optic dermatome she's saying that they had this breakout of shingles and i'm i'm I, i'm assuming i guess it's after the covid kill shot I mean, this thing causes a myriad of different stuff and it expressed on the optic dermatome on the face which could lead to blindness in that particular case and so she was furious that this was happening but hey at least you're vaccinated against the kill shot and in or against covid that's all that matters doesn't matter what the side effects it doesn't matter that your life expectancy is three years probably at max you know it's just it's just fun stuff that we all need to embrace and um she was upset because the group the practice group that she works with really was really pushing hard to make them get the vaccines and i tried to tell her yeah the, the, yeah the same group that's pushing her or whoever is pushing her will bear none of the responsibility for all the horrific things that are going to happen to all these people but they sure as heck will pressure you up to the time to get you to get that kill shot in them it makes you wonder if it's mass demon possession at least to a certain extent from the vaccinated and from those that are just totally brainwashed by this whole thing to make sure everyone else is getting the kill shot i mean i'm sure there's there's myriads of demons at play here regarding the the coercion of this thing yeah because there's a lot going on you know you guys don't know about just like the other healthcare professionals if you really don't give your full due diligence um you're not going to know what's going on but 
you know, it seems like still you should have um, some intuitive clues that should let you know um, this is not a good situation. So anyway, so how, why did I have to give notice? I actually didn't think that was going to happen because my boss, who really did not want to let me go, especially seeing that I was willing to fill in in a problem store for her and serve as the PIC of record for a while, the manager, because um, I'm a really good pharmacist. Uh, so she agreed to let me and my partner work out the vaccinations where he would give all those and it was known in the pharmacy also I would be trying to talk the patients out of getting that. <laughs> so, but you just, uh, you can't tell people, they don't listen, uh, no, I'll still get them. It was just incredible. But uh, anyway, so that was fine. So I had just taken a lease out on a new apartment because before that, uh, I really wasn't sure where things were going to end up. And I, I have very little money saved up. So I actually went to, not kidding, uh, I was living pretty much in the only uh, friend that I have here on this reality or whatever, pretty much living in uh, his walk-in closet. And um, so I had just taken a lease out on a new apartment for myself, this one. And um, then my boss got fired. And not that she even really did anything wrong. I mean, technically, she, legislatively speaking, she did. But really, um, it, that was not something that was her fault either. But anyway, so we had a new DM, uh, district manager, come in. And of course, when he found out that we have a pharmacist in the district who's not giving vaccinations, that's not going to fly. So I found out through the grapevine that uh, he had contacted my partner, who we finally got uh, you know, a pharmacist to stay at that store, so then I didn't have to help her out and be PIC anymore. I was just going to be floating. And then my boss had talked me into staying there. And um, the other pharmacist got moved to another pharmacy, and he ultimately got fired because a uh, shipment of the CV vaccines came in and he didn't catch it or the technician so they did not get refrigerated right away and oh. they just got the visit from the new dm no. who saw that these hadn't been refrigerated from yesterday so he got immediately let go and on oh. his sheet was well, that that seems to be the thing to really get you fired the quick if you don't treat those kills i mean they're 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 so incredibly unstable you got to storm at like 70 below depending on whatever one it is see they they want the injection they want all of the um the reactions that would take place at room temperature they want that to happen in your body that's why you have to storm at 70 below because they're so unstable that when you start when you start bringing them back to a, a thing you've got to get them injected into the people very quickly because they want that horrible horrible unstable reaction to take place in your body and this guy messed up and didn't know one of them a batch came in and he was fired canned right away you you treat those kill shots like they're your children essentially and you better not let one spoil for uh destroying government property <laughs> so um yeah so uh the new dm had contacted my partner 
who um, he's really weak and he's not a he's not a good pharmacist. He um, he's he really doesn't want to work hard at all. He's pretty lazy, <laughs> and the technicians are having a pretty hard time with him. And they were yeah pretty upset when, when I gave my notice. But um, so they were going to make him have a conference call with me on a Friday afternoon. Um, pretty much to have it documented to write me up for not vaccinating. So, of course, he had to tell me before the meeting, um, he didn't have to, but he had to because he wasn't willing to give the meeting call, you know, being recorded with him counseling me because he shouldn't even have been in that position and he knew the only reason he was able to hang on by his toenails was because I was working there so he wasn't willing to do that, but so he had to tell me. So when I found that out, that was just the last straw. Like, seriously, you're going to have an on-record uh, counseling session uh, on, on me? I don't think so. Um, I don't think so. Uh, so anyway, so I gave notice, and then that was drama. They wanted to know why and what and whatever. So, I mean, I let them know exactly what I thought. And um, I said, you know, you guys might be administrative colleagues, but you're a pharmacist as well. And if you don't see a problem with what's going on, th there's a problem there. Yeah, they're, they're just all collectively looking the other way. They've all collectively sold themselves to Satan. Their God is mammon or a host of other things that it might be. But I'd say money's near near the top. Nobody wants to lose their job. And I understand. A lot of people, I'm not coming down on people for, for that. Meaning, I understand there's a lot of people in the healthcare industry that depend, obviously, on their jobs to, to make a living. And that's what they've been training. And that's the only thing they know. I, I, I get that. I understand that. But I'm talking about these upper management people that know, I mean, they, they, see, they see what's going on, particularly. And they just keep perpetuating or forcing their other people because it's like the satanic hierarchy. And it's just, you, you wish that people would collectively grow a backbone and bow up to the system in mass and, you know, but unfortunately that's most likely not going to happen. But uh, a guy can dream, can he, I guess. You're just, you know, doing this for the money that all the pharmacy chains are getting and don't think that they're not getting right. a lot of money. Yeah. Um, CVS was advertising for the longest time for, you know, PRN casual pharmacists. They were gonna, they were advertising paying $6,500 a week to pharmacists that would come on board and go to old folks home and kill them, or I mean, give them the vaccine. Wow. $6,500 a week. Wow, so that's, that's some serious, serious blood money there. $6,500 a week to go to old folks' homes and kill the elderly off. That's doing Satan's work there if I've ever heard it. Wow. Bravo, CVS. Bravo. I haven't went there in I don't know how long. I know all the drugstores are pretty much bad. It's just CVS in particular for me seems to be like the McDonald's of the drugstore chains. I, I just detest them. $500 a week per pharmacist 
per neighborhood area, per community, per city, per region, per county, per state, for the whole United States. So okay, so that was some chart she just showed. You'd almost have to watch it to understand that. Labor, do you think that that's coming out of their own pocket and they're going to do it? Unless they're getting a lot of money from the government oh, yeah. to make sure that, you know, they fulfill their contractual duty with the government and getting this distributed and into people? No, they're not. So you can imagine how much money the pharmacy... So the love of money is the root of all evil. So that that is a gigantic, tremendous underlying... It's, it's what really drives the whole thing. I mean, Satan wants to just get people killed. Our government can print money out of thin air on their printing press, the Federal Reserve. They can print it out of thin air, nothing back in it, no big deal. They can give as much incentives as, as you could imagine to these kinds of places, to hospitals, to healthcare. Anybody given the kill shot, they'll, I mean, Satan will, Satan will be there to meet your need and to bribe you. And I mean, you talk about blood money. I mean, that is, that is some wicked, evil money. I wouldn't touch it. Okay. So as far as anybody administratively, or you know the upper upper management um yeah i guess some people just uh money is more important than anything else you know or position or job security or recognition or whatever it is but you know i'm not surprised i'm not surprised but i did let them know you know their their colleagues just the same and um you know they have families and you know, I let them know that a lot of people, especially with this particular vaccine or a series of vaccines, a lot of people are relying on your educational expertise to help guide them, to tell them whether this is okay or not okay. They're relying on you, your education, your integrity, and your honesty. Exactly. And you don't have a problem with uh, vaccinating people with, you know, the patient, the professional package insert. Yep. You know, I, I was there it is. dying waiting for the first batch of vaccines to come to get a hold of this to see what they were going to put on the package mm -hmm. insert. And of course, when we got them, look. They're blank, blank, both sides. Blank, as, as we've played the videos, blank, gigantic sheet of paper. I mean, this sheet of paper is big enough where you could almost, like, you know, use it as a blanket, okay? Blank. Both sides. On this one, it says intentionally blank as well. <laughs> so why would you do that? It's almost like it's some kind of sick, twisted, satanic joke. Even the package inserts would be enough for, to convince me that I am not going to touch this thing with a 10-foot pole. Okay, and here's another pharmacist saying blank package inserts. She, she's showing front and back, you know, nothing to see here. And what does it say? Yep. Intentionally blank. That's beautiful. The other side. Sick joke. Intentionally blank. So you're putting this into people without knowing what the hell you're putting in them and you don't see a problem, or if you do realize there's a problem, because you yourself understand that it's not statistically possible 
to have, in the middle of a flu season, to go on the state uh, Department of Health websites to the MMWR Morbidity Mortality Weekly Report to look at the number of flu cases per year, and we're at zero, yep. zero, zero. zero. Yep. That's not... Again, it's, it's like this sick joke. It's like this sick, satanic joke to see who will buy what they're saying. She's she's on the she's on their their local the influenza outbreak which is flu number of reported outbreaks zero this is right from the government um, influenza number reported zero outbreaks influenza associated zero outbreaks severe outcomes zero outbreak and this is for the state of Florida zero the whole state every single county is in this white and the white is um, zero zero outbreaks there's a couple counties it looks like it says there's one to two in a couple counties and that's it no outbreaks have been uh have had specimens collected for because they're all being counted as covid like i said it's called pick p-i-c capital letters pneumonia influenza and COVID, they're all being counted as COVID. They're rolling it into there. I gave you the report where they have openly admitted them doing this. Guarantee you, coronavirus, any kind of coronavirus, which is the common cold, is also being counted. And then all the other ways they cook the books, you know. And now you've got the vaccinated shedding. And, I mean, that's a whole other... This scam is, is unlike anything I've ever seen statistically possible and then we had all the people who simply could not see through the lies that oh we had a non-existent flu season because everybody was doing a bang-up job at masking up and social distancing but then they would turn around and say that the covid numbers were just spiking even farther out of control and we needed more and more things implemented because people were not wearing masks and social distancing you can't have it both ways so i don't know what the problem is if you happen to be a health professional um and you can't see this you know you you've got you've got big problems and you've got serious blood on your hands now i've had a couple of colleagues tell me well you know what i just kind of view this as my employer is making me do this and you know so i gotta do it when you stand no, before god it won't hold up that that argument i don't this is a choice this is an individual choice that you are making and um you're going to be held accountable, not just eventually here by, you know, our own human construct system, which I'm going to go into what those problems are in a minute. Uh, but it's right out of the pages of the Bible. Even if you're not the one that's doing this, making the vaccines and shipping it, if you're the one that's helping, assisting verbatim, you're right there with them. You'll receive the exact same punishment. Ooh, that's some hard preaching there. That's some hard preaching. I tend to agree with her. Uh, another story that relates to this, uh, and I, I give you the link here, doctor serves notice on liability to CVS and Rite Aid for the potential danger of indiscriminate COVID injections. We mentioned that earlier, but there's the report to it. And then the last report, because I'm just about, I'm really over on time here. Man tells school board, if you force the vaccines on our kids, it will be 1776 all over again. 
it, this says it's about time that people are waking up and seeing what is happening in the country. I, and, and I certainly pray that it isn't too late. Men and women are shaking things up by heading to their local school boards and telling these devils exactly what they are thinking about all this absurd woke rules. And one man did it. And I'm sure all the COVID garbage too. This gentleman who doesn't even have a child on the school system says he teaches self-defense to a group of local teenagers. The man stands there and says critical race theory is garbage being taught in the schools is causing white kids to not feel safe attending school. If you're not aware, critical race theory is complete and total racism and it needs to be stopped in its tracks. However, instead of the man just stopping there, he went on and brought the fire with him. He told the school board they will... If they force vaccines on kids, it will be 1776 all over again, and that we will remove you and replace you. So I'm going to play this quick video because I am, like I said, really just about over on time here. And this was in Port Charlotte, which is basically where I was from Fort Myers. Port Charlotte was just north of my position um, in North Fort Myers. I mean, it was, you know, a good uh, 25 minutes to probably get there from where I was at North Fort Myers. Um but yeah, so I, I I thought that was interesting. So it shows them walking up. Joshua Pierce, twenty five fourteen, Tamiami Trail, Port Charlotte, Florida. And um, I don't have children in school here. I have seven nieces and nephews in school here. I teach self defense courses to teenagers in this area. And I want to tell you right now, I've had children tell me they're scared to be white because of the schools that they go to here. And that's not okay. They're scared to be white because of the schools they go to. And I mean, Port Charlotte's primarily a very white area. It's not It's not an area where, and I'm not being racist, I'm just saying there's not a lot of blacks there. And I don't think even in the town above it, Punta Gorda, there's more where, like in the Fort Myers area. So this is a primarily white area that they're attending and this is still happening evidently it doesn't matter what your skin color is it doesn't matter who you are we should all love each other we should be teaching our children that we should not have teachers he's got a dog with him i don't know if it's his if it's his service dog but the dogs intermittently like kind of like barking it's funny it's almost like he's right on cue I don't know if he's talking about the Spanish flu of 1918, 1919. Um, Cause that was primarily the vaccines that were killing them. So I'm not a hundred percent sure where he's at on that, but basically it's all the stuff I told you about the masks. He's saying was a factor in 25 million deaths. And, and I, and I wouldn't deny that. I, I wouldn't mean, look at what I, what I just told you and the masks today are far worse than the ones they would have back then. Because we lived. Because we didn't, we weren't, we were smart enough not to listen to what the government told us. Do you understand? 
while y'all wearing this up here and unconstitutionally making people stay back here, by the way, which is an executive order signed by our governor. Yeah, because every, they're in there wearing mass virtue signaling like they're whatever. And he's going to talk about the, the executive order signed by DeSantis, their governor, that says you don't have to wear the masks anymore. Three weeks ago, saying you cannot do that, you're breaking the law right now. Exactly. I said, no government, state, or county facility, your county and state facilities are not the mandate mask in state of Florida anymore. There's an executive order. So now you're breaking laws, you're breaking constitutions. So, but see, they know they know it's a satanic agenda. So deep down, all the virtue signaling mask wearers love it, and they're still going to want to wear their mask because they're going to show Satan how much they're in obedience to him and in how gelded they are so it's it's a really love affair with satan if you ask me we're gonna have a problem with that here we believe in the constitution of the united states of america we stand up for it we do not need to teach our children that the constitution is bad that you're a racist because you're a conservative that you're a racist because you hold up three fingers this is trash this is absolute trash what our children are being taught right now yes. Okay, so that's we'll we'll end it try, trying to end it kind of more on a positive note there. A couple positive stories, and I mean the, the the CVS pharmacist. I mean that wasn't exactly positive, but it's good that there are some pharmacists out there that are willing to you know lay it on the line, tell the truth, and lose their jobs if need be. I shall I don't see how she'll ever work in the pharmacy industry again. I mean, how can you avoid this? It's it's ingrained in, into everything the 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 COVID garbage thing. So. Um, but God bless her. God bless those like her and, um, God bless you, my listeners and Lord willing, we will see you in the next audio.